Hello and welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep dive and analyse games one system and letter at a time. I'm Mark and I'm not a WrestleManiac. <laughs> I'm Dan and I'm quite into wrestling actually and I was looking forward to playing this game. Let's see if um, that was misplaced. I'm Sol, or should that be Wrestle? Ah, oh, nice. The only thing I like wrestling is big fatties. I completely I've, forgot uh, we tried to be funny at the start. Well, so I was thrown we, then. <laughs> I was going to say things. We completely forgot that you liked wrestling big fatties. I, like, <laughs> I didn't know I'd made it public knowledge until just now. So, for this second series, season, or world number two, we are covering the Sega Mega Drive or Sega Genesis, if you are from... USA! We're working from A to Z and a number. This episode, our World 2 Stage 23, we're nearing the end, finally. It's Wrestle War. Um, but before we um, get into that, what we like to do is uh, let you know what we've been up to, go completely off tangent and lose track of time. So why don't you start us with that, Dan? Yeah, all right, I will. If you're going to be like that. I... Um... I've been playing Forbidden West some more still. Not got to the end of it yet. Trying my best. Um, I, I think I might be getting tired of it. Uh, I was just about to say, is it maintaining its brilliance or is it getting <clears> a bit tedious it's, now? It's, it's, it's still as good. Like Everything the game yeah. plays is good. It's tight. I'm just... just like, the games are too big. Give up. I don't, yeah. yeah, but you will be doing what I would be doing, which is rinsing every single side quest and searching for every single little item. And like, oh, what's that sparkly over there? <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, weren't you? So. Guilty. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a question mark pops up, and I'm like, oh, that's only 500 <laughs> steps away. I could get to that. And then I get to the point where I go, what's the story about? What's happening? Um, <laughs> what am I doing? Why? Yeah. I did the Who's same thing that? with Red Dead Redemption 2 and um, I haven't finished that still. Um, yeah, so I took a break and went and played Rogue Legacy 2, which um, if you've played Rogue Legacy 1, it's like that, but it's called 2. I haven't. What is Rogue Legacy? It's, uh, I always get these wrong, Rogue Like or Rogue Light, I always get them wrong. But I don't know which <clears throat> of these it is. I think they're both used. So the term, the I term think one's like, like one's like rogue and one's similar, but 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 watered down. Souls cogs are wearing. I can see them. I can see. Yeah, I can see. No, I was, I was his just inner monologue I, is going tent at dozen. I've got Rogue Legacy for the PSP, and I enjoyed it very muchly. Yeah, um, basically, you control a little guy. Um, and you've got to try and get as far as you can in the same way you do as Dead Cells. It's like Dead Cells. You've played Dead Cells. Right, right? okay. Yeah. yeah. So, But each person that you choose from at the start of the game has different abilities. Like some might have giganticism and they're huge and they do extra damage. Okay. Some, um, when they get damaged, they black out and all the screen goes dark so you can't see what's going on. Um, it's, it's quite a fun little so game. standard rogue stuff like Hades, but it's weapons with Hades rather than people or whatever, that kind of shiz, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you finish the level with gold and then you can expand all the trees yeah. of stuff before you start the next level. Um, yeah, it's like that, basically. 
someone will tell us whether it's a roguelike or a roguelite. Hopefully. We have had this brought up before and not been corrected. Correct us, please. Well, no, we need listeners for that. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of just shouting at ourselves. It all comes from the original game, Rogue, doesn't it? Back in off of the 1980s. Well, I knew that. I just don't know whether it's like one or it's a light version of one. Well, I think they're. I think they're. In, I think they're interchangeable, aren't they? Roguelike or roguelite? No, I don't know. No, that's that's the whole yes. point of yeah, the question. It doesn't have the core mechanics of rogue, but it takes some of them. Therefore, uh, it is roguelike or roguelite. Okay. Right. I'm going to Google this because we've we've okay. come up against this before. Right. Here we go. Go the on. rogue genre is infamous for its difficulty in that deaths tend to be permanent and you lose all progression in the face of defeat. This is a concept that roguelike games take to heart, which makes them significantly more difficult than roguelites. Ah, okay. Mm, so in right. a roguelite... So a roguelite, you, you, you're still dying, but you'll keep some of your perks. Yeah, yeah. A roguelite kind of is done. Oh, right. Start well, again. there we go. We've put that one to bed. Next. I'm glad you joined us. Uh, <laughs> see you next time for more trivia. <laughs> right, come on. What else have you done? Uh, I watched a film. <laughs> I watched... Um, oh, well, well done. <laughs> hey, I've been meaning to watch more, but just don't find the time. I watched um, Dungeons and Dragons, which I think you talked about this last time, and it's yes. funnier than I expected, and I wasn't expecting yes. much from it at all, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Same. I, yeah. I, like I said, I like I were really surprised by... I was laughing out loud at it. I was like, this is actually funny. The... the um, the dead bodies with the questions. That <laughs> tickled me. That really tickled me. Um, and Kelly was like, it's not that funny. Like, it is. It is. Definitely. It was almost Python-esque. But yeah, it was really that. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go watch it. And I thought because it was Dungeons and Dragons, it were all going to be, you know, and it's wizards and shit. I thought it was going to be well nerdy, but it won. It was all right. Yeah, it's good. Enjoyed it. Um I went to Newcastle, well, Gateshead and Newcastle, which we all, went. We all did collectively, didn't we? Um, mm. I won a T-shirt. Ooh. Yeah. On day two. What, what T-shirt was it? It was just a blue Nerg T-shirt. Yeah, I went to Newcastle and Gateshead for Nerg, Northeast Retro Game in 2023. And yeah, I won a T-shirt because um, some nice chap whose name escapes me right now will... Um, so we'll have to put it in the edit. But um, he asked us if we would like to do a quiz and if we would like to go on his YouTube channel. So we did. And um, I got all his questions right and I won a T-shirt. Did you drop some plugs? Uh, I dropped my guts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I didn't feel it was... Um, appropriate he was trying to get his youtube channel up and running and i didn't want to be like oh cool you've got a youtube channel have you well listen to our podcast instead <laughs> well i would have definitely and, done that and retire because ours is better than yours i would have answered every question as pixel up podcast that's <laughs> 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 it's a question number one is yeah i didn't do that i could have done should have done ryan swales was his name it was a okay. nice chap, so... Yeah, it's um, quite slickly edited, so even if we'd have gone, quick, listen to Pizza Pub Podcast! It'd have just... It'd have just... <laughs> it streamed it out. It out. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I found a way. <laughs> Tattooed uh, it on my head. <clears throat> but that was a good weekend, wasn't it? Chaps. It was fun. 
Yeah, it was good. It was good. Do we have a nerd a nerd recap? It, it, yeah, we we bumped into Sean Holly from the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. Well, we didn't bump into it. Spent most of the weekend with these dudes. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to see some of these people that I've seen virtually or heard names mentioned of. So it was nice to actually see them. Yeah, uh, it has to be we... seen. Phil from mm-hmm. Phil from Maximum Power Up, who I drunkenly ask, and the the offer still stands if you're listening, Phil, to come on to the podcast. But I did say come on this one. By which point we can't even organise a a piss up in a brewery as to when we can record but next time we'll put one down and I'm like Phil you have to come on he's like aye man I will <laughs> so, so we're, do, if, we're doing Wrestle War next oh aye so sorry Phil if you are listening Phil <laughs> why don't you come and record this with us right now um, uh, but yeah. we, we but um, fabled uh, gaming villain Billy Mitchell was there all weekend wasn't it he was tall not just because his hair's huge but he's a tall man. He was uh, bigger he than a, me, he, wasn't he? He, he looks like yeah. someone ordered John Wick off Wish. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he did a talk, whether you believe it or not. He put it was his interesting, of, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he's certainly an interesting character. He's very, very serious. He's, um, he's the right dick, but he is interesting <laughs> nonetheless. I liked as well where... Um, you went, he can go have your photo taken with him. I went, all right. And you went, it's 40 quid. I like for 40 quid. I want him to suck my dick. But I think you were within earshot. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we're leaving his talk, he may, he's, a very, he's a showman, isn't he? And from people yeah. who we have mutual friends, we've got Alex, Nintendo Arcade Alex, now Arcade Archive Alex. And he says, genuinely, he did... He, did help him do a lot of work in the Skyskipper project that he did, which, for those of you who don't know, it's on the um, on the YouTubes. But Alex found a, an old prototype game called Skyskipper, which um, Nintendo junked and shelved, and mm. he ended up being able to resurrect it, go across to Nintendo in America, which was organised with the help of Billy Mitchell and Whitney from the yeah. uh, Broken Token podcast. I've uh, got scans of the the original skyskip machine that they've got in anyway managed to get their say so to rebuild a prototype and launch it we went to the launch at arcade didn't we which and if, Billy you, think, Mitchell, if you think about nintendo sorry to cut across here if you think about nintendo getting them to agree to you doing anything with anything that's yes, old and right. theirs, i'm surprised i'm still yeah. allowed to play my copy of mario brothers for the nez <laughs> but honestly and, and, and that's the what turning that... up at your door <laughs> yeah. asking Turn for change <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that arcade alex got them to um got them to to you know green light the resurrecting this arcade machine that they never actually made i think there's lots of caveats around it you will not share any promotional you won't put a website up about it you won't do the obviously we'll not have videos fun. about it but whatever you do you don't enjoy recruit- yourself yeah, you won't reproduce the artwork and stuff like that. So lots of yeah. restrictions about it. But but the point is that Billy helped them get into NOA because of his contacts, no doubt, in the industry. Um, it, apparently, he will do anything for you and is a wonderful chap. But there are still lots of people who don't believe his side of the story, no matter how com- convincing he put it across to us in this talk. And um, But yeah, it's, it, it's very intense. As you were leaving this talk, I shook, he, he makes a point of being the showman and standing by the door and shaking everyone's hand as you leave. You're taller than I expected, Billy, and he just <laughs> didn't even respond. 
<laughs> I saw him later in uh, later on that night. Um, he was trying to do a perfect Pac-Man at NQ at four quarters. <laughs> it was funny, wasn't it? At four he quarters. Got, he got fucking four and a half hours in and died, didn't he? We, no, no, no. No, no, he tried to do a perfect... He tried to do a perfect Pac-Man, but um, he had died because we went back upstairs and we saw his score had gone down, so he clearly died. A perfect Pac-Man is to get every dot, every ghost, when you get a power pull. Every item on every board until, until the game runs out of memory. Yeah. yeah. And it crashes. Um, that's what he was going for. I've seen him do it live on, on his Twitch channel. That's what he's going for. He clearly didn't because when we went back upstairs, we'd seen he's died. But he managed to play it where you do get the split screen and it runs out of memory. Yeah. But uh, he'd obviously died or, or he'd parked Pac-Man so he'd go into the toilet. So I was downstairs. He'd come downstairs, walk past. I mean, you all right, Billy? Always good. <laughs> Didn't did not break stride. Just walked straight past me. Always good. Yeah. And went for Very a piss. Chat. I, I, I mean, I don't know where he is on neurodiversity chart, but it's definitely above me, and I'm pretty fucking high. So there's uh, <laughs> definitely something going on up there with him. <laughs> Kudos to to them organising um, Nerg to fill up there because um, it's it's just a great. It's not massive. It's not as big as Revival. If you've been to Revival, that spreads across three different buildings almost. Um, it's quite compact, but there's like 50-odd pinballs up this time and not as many retailers this time, probably because there were more pinballs. I don't know, because it's limited space, isn't it? But it's a great night, because then you just go to Newcastle on the night and just get slowly smashed, which I think we did, didn't we? Just yeah, good it, was good. It, it was good. You, you weren't going to get smashed on a pint of pineapple Schoffenhofer um, at two yeah. and a half percent. Two and a half percent. <laughs> yeah, I saw that in a bar the other day when I went out in Huddersfield. Um, but yeah, he um, he let he was telling us all about for those listeners. Obviously, I'm not telling Mark and Sullivan because they were there. He was telling us all about going to Namco in Japan and asking them questions about, you know, what did you what was expected to happen once someone got this far in in uh, Pac-Man and is this, a, is this a fault where the screen splits and it all goes wrong and it runs out of memory and they all just went, well, we don't know. We didn't expect anyone to ever get this far. <laughs> and <he> asked, <laughs> they, they, they ended up asking him questions, didn't they? He was telling us that yeah. the, 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 the developers, the actual programmers of the game were asking him how to play it and how to get such a high score and what he'd done to get there. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it must have been quite an honour for him. But I thought it was a right nice guy, interviewed right well. I, and... I, I did, and the thing is, like, he seemed to have genuine emotion in what he was saying. He got choked up a couple of times with some of the stuff that, that he was on about. For, for what it's worth, I've got a pretty good bullshit detector, and I thought he would tell the truth. Yeah, so... yeah, I did as well. Um, so, yeah, Nerg was good. It was fun. We, we, we should do it again next year. Definitive, I meant it. Although I aim to not be in England next year because it was absolute shit. But that's another story. <laughs> Back to you, Dan. <laughs> well, um, this weekend I went to see a comedian by the name of Gary Delaney. If you've ever. Oh, yeah, I know he's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very funny one liner stuff. Um, it was very, very funny and very blue, which is not on the telly. Um, ah. And I can't remember a lot of the jokes, but I was laughing a lot. I think one one of them that I did remember was um, 
just bought just bought a little run around off my dyslexic friend. It's not much, but it gets me from A to G. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, funny man. Um, and then what else have I done? Oh, I found out that you know the song "Rock the Casbah" by Clash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, when it was remastered in whatever year it was recently um in the 90s i presume because this is a very 90s thing just after the two minute mark if you listen out for it there's a nokia phone goes off you can hear a ringtone right. in the background of the song which mm-hmm. is weird and they've just left it but then they've left it in. they've remastered it again and called it something else brian clear something mix and they've took that out so for a big chunk of time Either they didn't know it was there, or they just went, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, You you can still let it. It's on Spotify or wherever you want to listen to your music. If you get the, not the Brian Clearwater, I think it's called Mix. um, You can hear it. Two bits of trivia regarding that. Do you know why shit gets remastered? Uh, Is it something to do with copyrights? Mm, Well, no, it's because after a certain period of time, the rights release again. And yeah. then the artist, if they remaster it, can get all the royalties themselves. So by releasing the remaster, they're cutting the record label out of a good massive chunk of the uh, of the money, as long as people listen to the remaster rather than the original or buy the remaster. So that's the one thing. And the second bit of trivia is, the second Planet Lounge album I recorded was recorded on the same desk as Clash. I fought the law and the law one Didn't make us sound any better, but it was nice to know that something other than take that had been recorded on that desk because that was the other thing that had been done on it. <laughs> oh, nice. Anything else, Dan? Uh, that, that's me. That's all I've done there. So um, well, I'll, I'll shut up now. Mine's dead quick. So um, I went and watched Mission Impossible last night. Um, that was pretty good. Um, so... The um, Riley's friend Chloe was sat next to me and she was jumping out of her seat the whole last 45 minutes of the film was a massive, amazing set piece involving a train. And she was like, gosh, you know, my, my heart were in my throat the whole way through that. She's like, it was so tense and so insane. Didn't you feel the same? And I was like, yeah, to be fair, the first time I experienced that whole sequence when I played it in Uncharted 2, I felt exactly the same <laughs> as you did. Um, it it's like, beat it? for beat, exactly the fucking same. I'm not kidding. I was like, all right, here we go. He's going to climb in, that's going to slide, and these are going to die. He's going to dangle from that. That's going to... Literally the same. It's like Tom Cruise went, I want to do that. Um, so, But it, it was very good nonetheless. Um, I remember but, seeing uh, that. Sol, Sol bought a PlayStation 3 many years ago. And after we'd waited about five hours for it to update and install and then update the game, we, we watched him, I watched him play that opening sequence to Uncharted 2 and it just looked like a film. I'm like, wow, look at yeah, that. But the it's thing just, is, that opening sequence, if you play, have you played Uncharted 2? Yeah. Yeah, so then obviously it flashes back and there's a much longer sequence involving that train. Mm. A much, much, much longer sequence. And then it goes back to that bit. Yeah, yeah, all of it's there. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. I'm surprised they didn't just take the footage of the game and just go, they, that's, they've already done it. <laughs> it's fine. Do you, do you think Tom Cruise watched the Uncharted film with Spider-Man and, and um, Mikey Mark and went, hey, that looks all right. Have we got any more of these Uncharted films? <laughs> oh, Katie, Katie. Well, <laughs> 
get, get some yeah, more. It was, it was an absolute direct, almost beat for beat ripoff. Um, oh, but yeah, it was good. Um, game wise, uh, like I said, I have fallen out with gaming a bit, but because there I was just, doing. Go on. Just on that, there is an actual article on Kotaku about this, about oh, Uncharted we... 2 and Mission Impossible. Um, the, the Uncharted 2's co-director also noticed that Mission Impossible train scene. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, he's, he's been quite uh, he's been quite nice about it. Really saying, "All right, yeah, fair enough. If he's took inspiration from us, that's yeah, it's nice that we can inspire." And uh, I think he tweeted the sincerest form of flattery. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's beat for beat. It's, uh, but it's Tom Cruise doesn't strike kind there. Me he's as... obviously been paid. <laughs> Tom Cruise doesn't strike me as someone who plays video <coughs> games. Don't know why. Well, it's a bit serious. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a video game player either. But obviously, he must be either that or what's his name, Christopher. Someone. What's his face that's directed it and uh, what have you does. Yeah, um, so, someone's but, gone. Uh, this is a good idea, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> Do you like this? And he's gone. Oh, that's great. <laughs> How did you come up with I'm that? Well, <laughs> right, um, just you know, genius. Yes, so the other thing um, I did play because I took my Steam Deck with me and I spent a lot of time on public transport, a lot of time trapped in Airbnbs with nothing else to do and a lot of time on, um, uh, yeah, aeroplanes and on the shitter. Um, I did play Slay the Spire as recommended by you guys. And you like it? I did enjoy it very, very, very much to the point now where Slay the Spire is on my Steam Deck, it is on my MacBook, it is on my phone, <laughs> and now I fucking hate you because I'm gaming again. So I'm going to need to delete Slay the Spire um, and get back to normality. On the plane on the way back, though, I went back to Grid, which... Um, the, uh, not the newest one, the previous the one. The newest one. Um, does it? <laughs> no, not that one. No, oh. no, the previous one. And um, it ran so smooth on the deck. It was amazing. It proper ran 60 frames a second on the deck. And I got a good two and a half hours out of it on the plane. So that was uh, that was nice because I was able to continue my save. Um, and that's it, really. I don't think I've got anything else other than, which is a good thing because we've overran Sullivan. Um. No, I've not really done much uh, in prep for. I've watched the first series of The Bear in preparation oh, for the second series, which dropped six days ago or something. I just had to rewatch that first series because I keep banging on about it in WhatsApp, not only to you guys. Well, I mean, you've watched it anyway, I think, Mark, but to Twice. other to me, other mates in other WhatsApps, just saying it's fucking fantastic TV. It's perfect. It, it is so so good, and I, I, but the thing is as well because that's an industry I'm from and I'm about, and I've been in that kitchen, and I've done every job in that kitchen, and then I've just sat and witnessed that kitchen while I've been going dealing stuff with customers. The way it nails absolutely everything is just whoop, chef's kiss. It's un- yeah, it's uncut gems in a kitchen, isn't it? But Yeah, basically. What I, what, I, what I noticed is I think the penultimate episode in the, in the first series... Um, I don't know if it's like that Boiling Point Stephen Graham film, but it's certainly as near as damn it as a one-shot track where it's just an intense opening day. A, yeah. An intense day where they're about to open in that restaurant. And I think it's only about 20 minutes long. Yeah. Because that it, this is the beauty that, that streaming platforms give you. We only, want, we only want to take 20 minutes of your time to tell this story. We don't need to stretch it out. We're going to use this 20 minutes. And then the, the, the final episode of the series, I think it's about... 
an hour to yeah, an hour maybe. and ten or something. Where normally they're about half an hour episodes. Mm. So it's nice that you know they've got that flexibility. You're not cheated because what it gives you in that twenty or so minutes is like that's all well, you needed. I think the OA was the first to do this to sort of throw away the oh it has to be an hour, it has to be forty five minutes, it has to be whatever. The OA I think was the first one that went no fuck that. Each episode will be as long as that episode needs to be to tell that chunk of the story. And is a better way of doing it. For those who don't know, it's about um, uh, a high-end chef um, who is his brother kills himself and he inherits a sandwich shop. Yeah, well, you know, it's a low-end restaurant, doesn't he? Basically, yeah, it's a restaurant slash sandwich shop, isn't it? But it's in Chicago. It's not a high-end eatery. It's not a Michelin-starred eatery by any stretch of the imagination. But it's very working-class, very shouty, very stressful, very you fucking fucking you do it. Yeah. But the way they speak to each other is um, uh, endearing. <laughs> I think the best way. But it, it's great. It's just it just puts across just the stress of of being in the kitchen, but also what what he's going through, having lost his brother, and mm-hmm. the tensions that that's adding to the staff and and the family, and him owning up to any, any issues he's got, and anxiety, and it's just it's just a brilliant brilliant <laughs> eight episodes of TV. Can't comment on the it is, I, I, my only it concern with the second season, and I really wanted one because as soon as it finished, oh, I want to see more. Is it, it kind of such a perfect little story in its own right from start to yeah. finish that I hope, I hope that they do it justice now and don't just uh, jump the shark and start throwing daft shit in just to uh, make it interesting. We'll see. And for, for the gamers that listen to this gaming podcast, the first episode is actually set tangentially around an arcade competition as well. Yes, so, it is. It, it's quite good, yeah. Uh, that TV, I finished Twilight Princess on Sunday on my Zelda stream. So where That's does it sit in your oh. list of, oh, these are good Zelda games? I, you know what? Ocarina always gets the plaudits, doesn't it? I mean, my mm. favourite has always been Link to the Past, and it always will be, I think, because yeah. that's the first one that felt bigger than a game. Yeah. The first Zelda I played back in 92 when it released and it's just it's just had a special place so i don't yeah, think i have a special top. place for me although i didn't play it i just watched you play it but <laughs> yeah but i still thoroughly uh, enjoyed not playing it <laughs> i think what it does is it's the best so far to build on the ocarina uh template of kakariko village and you know the, the map if you like, the countryside, the Hyrule Castle in the middle, even though it's slightly different. And every they're all, the, every Zelda game, the names are always the same, but the places are slightly different. Yeah. Kakariko on, on Twilight uh, looks nothing like Kakariko on Ocarina, for example. But you've got Zora it, Waterfalls, you've got the desert, you've, you've got all these same places, but I think certainly it's the best when you're doing it. When you think you had, you had Wind Waker prior and then you had Skyward Sword after and then where that sits, that one does feel like a proper sequel to Ocarina, doesn't it? Whereas mm. the, other, the other two definitely feel like they're branching out in to try and do something different. That feels like it does exist in that specific yeah. version of that Zelda f- world, doesn't it? And for me, yeah, and for me, it's a better, it's a better game than Ocarina. And Ocarina takes all the plaudits. I think it's a better, better game than Ocarina. Probably think, on a par with Wind Waker, but Wind Waker, what Wind Waker gives you is a completely different game. You're on a boat. Yeah. On a boat, on a boat. <laughs> so on a boat. I've enjoyed it. Next <clears throat> up is uh, Phantom Hourglass, I think. Oh, I don't know. That should be good. So Twilight Princess the... might be a better game, and I think 
Um, you're probably right. Ocarina gets all the plaudits because it was the first 3D one, wasn't it? And yeah, it, it was the first one to realise yeah. that. And, and but, I, th- I, I think it gets a lot just off that, in the same way that Mario 64 yeah. does. Yeah. And I, I think we should start not doing that now. Yeah. All right. We're grading games on the technical achievement, which you can put as a footnote, but you should be grading games as games. Is it a good game? Yeah. 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 I mean, really? I think the thing with Ocarina, though, as well, is I tried to play it several times. When I got Wind Waker, I got, an Ocar- I got Ocarina on the disc with the GameCube, but it was just like an emulated part. Mm. And because you couldn't move the camera and shit like I've that, I just that could one. not play it at all. And yeah. then I tried to play it again on a, like an Android handheldy thing with an emulator and again because I couldn't move the camera I couldn't do it then when they brought it out I can't remember was it the Wii U or something 3DS they brought it out oh no it was 3DS 3DS when they brought it out for the 3DS I played it again you could move the camera they had sorted it out I thoroughly enjoyed it then uh, but that was the only time I ever actually played it through because I missed it first time around and isn't like Twilight Princess or rather, Aunt Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Ocarina all in the same basic engine as well. Don't know. Don't know. No, I don't. But it's yeah, I enjoyed familiar. it, so I'm looking forward to moving on to that. Uh, Is oh. that you? Is that you? Have you yeah. anything else? Right. Yeah. Well, shall we get on to the game then? No. Right. Oh, no. Oh, God. He's just, he's just cracked out a little Guitar Hero guitar. <laughs> I picked no. up Guitar Hero for the PS2. Uh, for £20 boxed from... Uh, Just play from, Rocksmith instead and actually learn how to play guitar. I've got it, yeah, I've got Rocksmith as well. Yeah. Uh, it was just, again, back to Nerg. We went to Four Quarters and they got Guitar Hero in there. And the next day I was talking to Phil from Maximum Power Up, the dormant Maximum Power Up podcast, which you can still go back and listen to all the archives. It's really good, but it seems to be uh, paused at the minute, that podcast. Uh, and People might think that saying, about this. You know what you, know what you don't <laughs> see anymore at Car Boots and... And and like like here, there's no guitar hero controllers anywhere. They used to be used to be falling over them. Used to be yeah, left, right, probably and all in landfill. <laughs> well, yeah, but I've so I got this, and my daughter just can't. She can't stop playing it. She's like, "Can I go? Can I go on guitar hero?" Like, no, I'm it's working. Fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's fun, fun, isn't it? Exactly, and that's why fun. I got it. Really, it's a laugh. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like so being able to play one. a musical instrument without having to practice and get good at it. <laughs> And I'm all for that because I've got no, um, you know, musical, imaginative, creative bone in my body. So give me a plastic guitar and I'll just play with that for a bit. I don't have to spend hundreds of hours learning. It's more fun spending hundreds of hours learning. Well, it is if if you're creative and you go, right, now I'm going to write something. But I've got no need for the outlet. I've just not. Fine. Fair enough. I'd spend hundreds of hours learning to play someone else's songs. I can do that. Yeah, there's lots of people do that. With a guitar. Just <laughs> <laughs> a plastic one. It is a laugh. It's quite funny. I, um, she played Smoke on the Water on it and then came downstairs and transposed it to piano and then was good doing, 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 on piano downstairs. So, yeah. Right then, let's uh, let's crack on with this beast. This is the game. The game that we've been playing. This pod's game 
I was going to say weeks. That's not right. I'm going to say month. You'll be lucky. <laughs> this, <laughs> this pod's game is Wrestle War, originally released into the arcade 1989, making its way to the Mega Drive on June the 28th. It's a wrestling game. <laughs> right. Now, I had a sneak peek before I played this on the Mega Drive at Nerg, where it was there to play. It and was. I thought, ooh, that's shit. So let's see how it translated to Mega Drive. But yeah, um, you basically play as rookie newcomer Bruce Blade. You've no choice over this, by the way. <laughs> let's say you play as Bruce Blade. You play as Bruce Blade through a series of matches to win the Sega Wrestling Alliance Championship by facing the follow the following wrestlers, each possessing their own unique wrestling moves. Now, allegedly, <laughs> all these wrestlers just coincidentally seem to look very similar to, to the wrestlers of the time, or certainly a fair chunk of them do, but don't seem to have the correct names. Um, so yeah, ah, yeah. What are the chances? Just, sorry, yeah. I've put next to these in the notes what they all say as well. Went because I've all got a glib, yeah, a glib mouth off before you start, don't they? And then, right, cool. I've well, we'll take noticed, one of these I've, mouth offs. I've each. not included. I've not included the first one, so I'm sorry. Mohawk, you'll, you'll kid. just have to imagine what you can make it up. Mohawk kid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sledgehammer, based on Bruiser Brody. Go on. Who's going to do his? Uh, who's going to do his speech? I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do the first one then. You don't belong in ring. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly that's, how he sounded in my. That's, mind. that's just what my wife says to me quite often. Mister J, based on the J- Jason Voorhees from the Friday the Thirteenth and real life wrestler Jason the Terrible. I'm going to clean the map with your face. <laughs> Why does he look like a burn victim? Yeah, he's purple. He's like he's like a I, deep pinky purple colour. What's all that about? He's like, been, he's like been not, in bath too not long pink like me, hot. made of porridge from it's, Scottish stock. It's like fluorescent <laughs> pinky purple. What's going on? That's what We've that's got, what colour Kelly is when she gets out of bath because she has it right hot. <laughs> So we've got Dom Dambuster based on Road Warrior Hawk. Oh, mate, mince me. Oh, yeah. There you go. We've got Mad Dog Nimrod Falcon based on Lucha Libre star Mil Mascaras. El Micha, sorry, you were born. <laughs> what was that? I was expecting. Was that supposed to be Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you sorry you were born, Jimmy. I'm Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Titan Morgan, based on Hulk Hogan. Um, Go on. There's only one champ, and you're looking at him. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, There's some more. It's not finished yet. There's, There's two more. There's two more. Oh, is there shit? Scroll down. Oh, God, yeah, you've got a screenshot There's a badly placed screenshot. We've got... um, (laughs) <laughs> Busking Rogers. Ma, 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 ma. Yeah, because what happens is you you the first match is always the the Mohawk kid. Then when you yes. beat him, you're then presented with a map. <laughs> I know. Have you seen the geography on that map? Did yeah. you take any notice? <laughs> Not very good, is it? Look at it again. You need to post a screenshot of that map in, in the show notes against a map with the actual map pins on. It's like, I just went America. Where's Miami there? <laughs> <laughs> well, what you get is, and uh, it, 
on that map, then you can choose any one of those previous five fighters to pick. You don't have to do them in a certain order. You get the option then. And once you clear those five fighters off, it then goes on to the, these next two. Okay. Which is Buskin Rogers based on Stan Hansen. I don't know any of these. Oh, you don't look like wrestlers. a champ to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these wrestlers. You know that, apart from Hulk no. Hogan. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, Abdullah the Butcher, surely. That's Grand mm -hmm. Kong, based on Abdullah the Butcher. So? Let's see what you got, kid. You sound like the village paedophile. <laughs> no, it does, doesn't it? It'd have been, well, if it's a village, if it's Abdullah the Butcher, it'd have been, more, it'd have been a bit more like Fred of Coronation Street. Uh, let's see what you got, kid. Ah, uh, Because uh, he were a butcher, wasn't he? You sound even more like you're offering someone a bag of sweets from a van. So, controls, A punch, B kick, C, you put hold here, I would have called it grapple maybe, but yeah. Grapple. Yeah. Um, when you're in hold or grapple, you bash A and B together to break out of it, should you win. You can either you? Irish whip your opponent towards the ropes no. or hold... Those are different things. So if you if you yeah you, if you mad, a madly tap, tap A, a different that that throws yeah. them like forwards yes. up up and down the ring, so they run. And depending on which yeah. direction you're holding, when you win that battle depends on what they do. And B is to do a throw like a, a wrestling move, so you can throw a, a German suplex in there. You can you can tombstone. just turn them over. Yeah, tombstone. Um, yeah, you don't do oh, press A okay. and B together. That won't work. I couldn't find the instructions, yeah, you see. So I, well, I no, the thought... thing is, uh, uh, the combinations do do different shit. Well, different shit happened when I was button mashing. Yeah, because anyway. it's about which direction you're holding on the D-pad when you when you uh... win uh, when you win the battle. Okay, okay. Mm. It's, it, it, yeah, I'll come on to how responsive it is later. Uh, when you do an Irish whip, you can hit them as they bounce off the ropes or jump kick. Yes, you can kick uh, as you you're close running. Line I never, ever ever landed one of those kicks no. why i didn't land a great deal because the because the fucking perspective on this on this save it <laughs> okay <laughs> i didn't struggle um, with it so yeah when when you knock him on the floor you can stove the red in well the down pin him yep. stomp on him can't you where just out of interest just out, out of interest when they're on the floor where do you choose to kick them do you kick them in a their head b their torso, or C, their knackers. As a gentleman, <laughs> I would always kick them in the face. Okay. Uh, dick kick. Yeah, <laughs> dick, no, dick kick. Yeah, heel, <laughs> heel to the scrotum every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's not a great deal else to say about this. Um, if you go outside ooh, the ring it. and you're outside the ring for 20 seconds, you get, you lose. Or if the other person is out for 20 seconds and they lose... Ring this, out. Um, and I liked as well, this, your screenshots reminded me of this. Um, we know the player's name. You know, what's his name? Fucking Bruce the... Where? Um, Bruce or whatever. Bruce played. Um, but it just says player one. And then player two's name, even though we know what their name is, always just says enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do not tell you the name. <clears throat> but, uh, You're player one and enemy. Yeah, did you see how... Did you see how much time there was between those screenshots when it said match three victory, match four victory, match five victory? There was a, a minute between each one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because 
um, you've got what is it? You've got three minutes. This is the thing, right? So when when you are beating up on your opponent, you've got they've got energy, haven't they? And yeah. the lower the energy, wait, wait, the more wait, chance wait, you've got of pinning I've, them I've down and getting a free count. Yeah. Um, but still, if you are, let's say you've got more energy when the time runs out, you don't win. If the timer runs out and you've not, neither of you have won, it's just game over. Yeah. Yeah, because it's an arcade game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, into a that. new 10p. Well, it's, it's not anymore. Yeah, just, it wasn't at this point. <laughs> and, yeah, so can you... I always depleted my enemy's energy all the way before I pinned them. Can you actually win and by pinning when they're really low? You can, but it's rare. And right, it doesn't okay. take you long to wipe all their energy out, does it? So No. And it will. you will finish this game... In about twenty minutes, <laughs> I never I finished I it. I don't think I lasted twenty minutes. I got to the last guy, King Kong or whatever his name was, Abdullah the Kong, um, and I'd I'd pissed this all the way through stage one to six without losing hardly any energy. Stage seven couldn't land a punch, couldn't win a grapple, and I just got my head kicked in every time. So I turned it off. No, that showed showed that <laughs> showed yeah. them for all the it, it's. But let's it's not go into deeper, it too much. Eh? It, it's got quite no no. I'm just saying it's got quite a lot of of all these moves. How you can tombstone them and throw them over and clothesline them when they're running at you and, and kick. Um, there's more moves than I expected, but you don't need to use them all. <laughs> you can just. Punch, punch, punch. Oh, then they fall down. Oh, stand on them. Punch, punch. Oh, we're grappling. I'll just chuck them. If the right, energy is I'll low stand. enough, what you can do, once you've worn all their energy out, if you ever noticed, you punched them a couple of times and then they stand there all like dazed. If you, dazed, use, yeah. if you use the grapple that time and you win that battle, he grabs them from behind and then he throws them over his head into a German suplex and pins them like that, held upside down. Uh, you know, like yeah. a special pin move. So it's deeper. It's deep. It's certainly deeper than you'd expect. But yeah, you don't need long. to go deep, baby. It's it's deep, but it's not long. Let's and have a little cultural interlude before we come back and either slag it yeah. off or sing its praises. No, but I bet you one, want to take guesses thing. now on which it'll be. Oh, go on. One final yeah. thing. When you no, I forgot to say when you do go out of the ring. Yeah. It can go a bit WrestleMania, can't it? So there's items on the floor, like what looked like a metal cereal box. <laughs> Don't know what chair. that was. A chair. <laughs> and, and a chair. Well, there's a, a chair. Up chair. The bell. There's a chair, but there's, there's like a metal box of some description. It's the yeah. bell, isn't it? Because they is put it? the bell on a, on a square. A piece oh, is it the bell that's on the board? Right, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Uh, I found it incredibly difficult to get back into the ring, though. The, the instructions say just push up. Yeah. I'm like, I am. But there's a man in way, and I can't get past him. And and uh, that twenty seconds seemed like about five. It's like uh, about three times I got knocked out of that ring. I couldn't get back in. I don't know. I, I don't know whether I, as I said before, I played this a lot as a kid. I said in the last episode, so I don't know whether just muscle memory from that and playing familiarity with it as a kid meant it wasn't particularly Did you like difficult it as a kid. Yeah. Wow. Without reviewing it, I can imagine it was a lot of fun as a kid. It's quite the sprites are, 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 are big. Mm. Uh, the animation 
whilst quite simple, it looks yeah, nice, doesn't it? Now, if you compare it side by side with the arcade, it's not far off. The arcade is a bit, there's more definition than the bigger sprites. It's, more, yeah, it's not a million miles away, though, like you say. It's not, it? yeah, it's, it's not far off. It's a, good, it's a good graphical conversion, at least. I didn't play it on the arcade. I even, did. At Nerg, I did. Did you not like it? Is um, it similar to this? It was pretty much the same. Hmm. It wasn't a million miles away. Yeah. Um, Mega Drive conversions around this time from arcade, Golden Axe, Altered Beast, they were Yeah, all they were pretty close, weren't they? Pretty close, yeah. The one thing about Golden Axe that always upsets me when I play the Mega Drive version is they don't have the screams in when you kill people. You know, the bit that the, the clip that they've got from yeah. Robo, uh, not Robo, yeah. Rambo, or, or rather Rambo. First Blood. Does it Blood. not get you aroused in Oh, God! Like that. Um, yeah, that's not there. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. Come on, then. What was yes. happening, Sol? I think that's it. I think, yeah. I'd... It's a wrestling game, isn't it? <laughs> it's a wrestle war. Oh, yeah. Which is what they say in Newcastle. <laughs> Which is what What were we drinking in Newcastle? War, war beer. War beer. War beer. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, war, war beer. beer. How are you? Get us a pint of war beer. Because every, every sentence beer. starts with how are you? <laughs> Stop being regionalist. Okay, so yeah, before we jump into our final thoughts on Wrestle War. What war? What is it good for? Um, Smash well, we'll the <laughs> Let's see what was going on at the time of the release in the realms of UK music films and of course games on june the 28th 1991 wow 1991 just about it's frightening just about to the would have just about broken up for for school with one year just finished fourth year school holidays ready to hop skip and jump our way down to boots or woolworths (laughs) <laughs> to go buy some games and eat some sweets. Nineteen ninety one. It wasn't. It wasn't that old in this in this country, was it? Nineteen ninety one. The Mega Drive. No, it was. It wasn't because that like that year, game we did last time one. was ninety five, wasn't it? But I mean, that was right at the arse end of the lifespan. But yeah, ninety one. It were. Yeah, but this should be. It's. Uh, this should be, when it were just starting to get some traction, shouldn't it? Hmm. Up one place at number six is Bette Midler with that song that she did that was called From a Distance. Which is good because that's where she's best viewed from. It is really intense. Yeah, I mean, I am all for gingers, but you've got to draw a line somewhere and that line's Bette Midler. Have you seen her face since she's had all this plastic surgery? Jesus, I just wish people would stop messing with the faces. Yeah, I mean, hers weren't great to start off with, but it's certainly not great now. I always get her and Barbara Streisand mixed up, and I don't know why. Barbara Streisland's Streisand Land, is it? And Barbara Land? Streisland. Tries, Barbara Streisland, the new theme <laughs> park. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. soon. Uh, yeah, Bet yeah, Bet Midler. She's, she's the one that Barbara Streisand um, looks like Barry Manilow, but in a, a dress <laughs> and. Barry Manilow looks like Zoe Wanamaker, but Zoe Wanamaker doesn't look like Barbara Streisand. 
And Bette Midler doesn't look like any of those people. But Glenn Close could be mistaken for all of the above. So in German, Streis means travel or Streiser. Travel. So, travel land. She's not German, she's Jew. She is of Jewish descent. Quite famously but... not particularly compatible. <laughs> yeah, so they don't, yeah, historically they've not gone together very well, let's be honest. Swiftly moving on. Up one place to number four is Kenny Thomas. Do you remember this? Kenny Thomas. And he was thinking about your love today. Always thinking about you. Thinking about you. Yeah, Kenny Thomas. Oh my God, they killed Kenny. Is that a one hit wonder? Possibly. Maybe they did kill Kenny. Maybe that's why. English. Oh my God, they killed Kenny Thomas. And making uh, another reappearance, I swear, either last series or this, it comes back, back around like a bad smell, is Jason Donovan with Any dream will do, I close my eyes To back the curtain <laughs> Why does this there always make go. me think of Philip Schofield? Because they were he both... Was, he, he was the he was the OG um, Jesus with the Technicolor dream coat. And then Philip Schofield went and put on Whoa. a big funny coloured coat. Yeah, I don't know who did it. No, no, I think Philip Schofield did it first, didn't he? Shut up. He's never done anything I, first. He didn't even do uh, a broom cupboard first. He went to see Queen Peter's first. To it. <laughs> In front of all them people. <laughs> he did go to see Queen first. You're right, I'll take it back. Yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah that, that's your chart. It's not particularly a uh, wonderful chart there. No, you know, we're terrible, just, isn't it? We're, we're coming out of the back of, like, rave. We're coming out of the second summer of love. Where's all the dancing? Rave with any dream world <laughs> yeah, from the distance. <laughs> uh, this is your relaxing um, come down. From come albums. On then. Come on then. Albums, right? So yeah. Lo- <coughs> so at number eight, yes, was uh, Deacon Blue with their fellow Hoodlums album, mm. which featured swaying arms. Hold me in your swaying arms again. <laughs> or I've, I think they were Scottish, weren't they? They were Scottish. They were. They? they were a really odd band, Deacon Blue, but I really yeah. like them. But really Ricky Ross, odd. isn't it? Yeah, very yeah, peculiar band. They had that um, that song that was on it, which it was called Twist and Shout, but it wasn't Chubby Checker and the Fat Boys no. Twist and Shout. It just shared the same name. And, yes. it, and it was that one that went, I see pale girl in a... Blue room with a pink Big dress, dress and, and a white smile. I see you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of booty, booty. But yeah, they're funny. They're all, I always remember them being a whackaday. Holy <laughs> it will have been. It's that, yeah. that era. It's that era. And the clip, the, chart, the clip sure. that, I, yeah, the clip that I saw of that song was f- performed live on Wogan. <laughs> right. <nice. laughs> so there you go. Uh, number five is uh, the Stranglers' greatest hits. Nineteen seventy-seven. Who's your favourite Strangler? Mine's Boston. Um, I would say it's probably I don't know. Any. Um, I'm going to say choking the chicken, but that's different. 
Dharma. I think they do some strangling. Uh, I don't know. They probably all do, don't they? A little bit, yeah. Yorkshire Ripper before he like, hammered him. Oosh! Do you reckon he did a bit of strangling? Anyway, we're off topic. Enough of we my are, knowledge of stranglers. <laughs> but the wife, the wife listens to something, some some kind of crazy crime podcast, right? Because whenever she's cleaning bathrooms or doing housework, she has it on a loudspeaker. I think it's called something like "They Walk Among Us," <laughs> and and it's about That's real about life aliens, crime surely. killers, murderers, yeah. and what have you. But the guy's like. And he followed them into the house, <laughs> and he killed them. Don't you ever try and shit her up? Just like pop up behind her with an hammer. Yeah, but what's this creepy Dan shit Brown. you listen to? <laughs> yeah. He followed them, and the scary man killed the frightened lady. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, but done in like a really sinister, weird way. Almost like he's neurodivergent. Not sure. Anyway, do you, could, do you want to tell me some of your favourite Stranglers tracks? Because I had to really think about it. What do you think's on their greatest hits? Who's the Stranglers? Is that Golden Brown? Is that them? Yeah, there's one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Golden obviously, Brown. my favourite one is Golden Bow. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a guy at work called Stephen Brown, I used to say. <laughs> Stephen Brown. No more heroes? Him. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so recognise any of them. We've got two out of their greatest hits. Um, I don't know. They're not, they're not my kind of stranglers. Yeah, they're not obviously murdering You've got Peaches. Do, 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 yeah, they covered All Day and All of the Night as well, Kinks. Mm-hmm. All Day okay. and All of the Night. Anyway. Well, there's yes. one, there's, no. according to Google, they did a song called Walk On By. That's not the Burt Bacharach song, surely, is it? It is, yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tony Bennett. Oh, yeah. And 96. At number one. Yeah. <laughs> coming back around like a bad smell is Cher. Here she is, back again. Cher. With her album, Love Hurts, which I think we said previously, it does if you're doing it wrong. Uh, the This album, according to Wikipedia, was recorded in late 1990, early 1991, during the first year of Cher's relationship to Bon Jovi's guitarist, Richie Sambora. She dedicated the album to him and, quote, every man that ever made me shed a tear. God. What about us fuckers that share a tear when we hear your music? This isn't a joke, by the way. She started her own gelato company and she's called it Shellato. That's the true yeah, right. fact for you there. Just that's, Google it. Wow. That sounds like nail varnish. Yeah, Shellato. The, the way I've cropped your notes here, <laughs> it's cut it cropped, off and it says... The way you've cupped my notes, where? Every man that ever made me shed <laughs> is the way that's <laughs> read on my... <laughs> Every Jaina. Right, <laughs> just just Jainas, she dedicates it to all of uh, and carpenters. Well, this album had that bloody shoop shoop song on it. Uh, Again, hurts. that's popped up so many times, that song. I know. Rubbish, love hurts and learn enough, love, love and understanding. understanding. Okay. 
So yeah. she'd not she, relaunched she herself tall. as a gay icon then, had she? She were just still doing shit stuff. Well, no, not that her other stuff were any less shit, but at least it were like a bit more upbeat. It's when she did that Vocoder song about that um, that pain Abby. relief, <laughs> that pain relief cream. That one. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. No, uh, Robson and Jerome did that, didn't they? Yeah, they did that as well, but different. They didn't do vocoders, they just went fishing. Right, <laughs> films. Right. Uh, oh, hang on. Films. Yes. Have you got the rights from Barry okay. Norman to use this? Uh, I think Barry Norman's dead. All right. Uh, Jonathan Wasp. Is he He's dead? not dead, but he, he don't care. Oh. What's that? At number seven in yes. the charts this week. Yes, I've put the names of the actors in because I think this is quite a difficult one. Okay. Starring Matt Dillon and Sean Young, ruthless student takes fiance's suicide after an unexpected pregnancy to gain her inheritance. Top is thriller. Sean Young, the woman that was in Stripes yes. and. Then she were in Ace Ventura and then no ever again because everyone fell out with her because of the trans thing. Uh, I, d- I have no idea what that film is. Oh, fakes. I thought you said takes fiancé suicide, which didn't make any sense to me. Okay. Who's the student fakes fiancé suicide? I don't know it's best to do that. It oh, sounds no good, though. Yeah. It Go is on. A Kiss Before Dying. All right, thanks. I'm going to IMDb that now because uh, it sounds like something that I should have seen and haven't. It's a it's a romantic, uh, romantic thriller film. Uh, number two, jailed for his revolutionary recipes, a maverick chef must mastermind his escape. Jailed Delicious for his revolutionary prison recipes. Ratatouille. No. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah. Is it? I think we've had this. Well done. We have had this. We have. We had a previous game that was released exactly the same day as this on a previous series. So, you should be able to get number one. Frank Drebin saves the world from environmental disaster (laughs) and delivers more one-liners. Uh, uh, and uh, that Dan is in the possible. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So there's your film quiz. Games, man. What games were we playing? So on June the 28th, 1991, uh, issue 116 of Computer and Video Games, aka C and VG, was on the shelf in. Woolworths. Wow, Robot Woolworths. <laughs> I Walrus. You Walrus. <laughs> and this ad on the cover of an alien alien storm preview, or as we called it, and Vic from Ten Pence Arcade calls it Alan Storm. Okay. So inside good. this, we did, we did do it. Yeah, good again. Another Sega conversion that's not too far off the arcade. It was um, representing. So, I need to have my Alien Storm PCB looked at because when you finish it, it just goes the end and then just freezes there. I mean, it's the best place to freeze, I guess, once it's finished. Yeah. But 
Yeah, you can't then play it again without turning it off and on again. That's. Are you sure that there must be a dip switch setting for that? What if you were on the arcade and someone's <laughs> finishing it? It's not dip switch, more dip money. switch to not play it ever again. From dip switch to dip switch. Welcome <laughs> to Pixel Hunt <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. So. I've just looked at that Alien Storm cover and just how much the artwork makes the alien at the bottom look like um, Belial from Basket Case. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they cover uh, Sim City on the SNES. I love that. In this version. particular issue. It was good, wasn't it? It was. It, was it had a good lots version. of brownouts. <laughs> to be honest, it was, um, it was the best you were going to get. For a console, I think. Until... I think what it did quite nicely because I, 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 I'm trying to. I think I might have borrowed your, um, your snares at this point, and I'd only ever played it on PC, and there were a lot of drudgery on the PC one. It was a yeah, a lot, a lot to get through. And the good thing with the snares one is you just went boom, in you go. Let's get busy. Let's make a city. It was there was no. I didn't have to mess around creating the landscape too much or anything like that first it were all quite responsive and nice and chunky and fast mm. well interestingly paul glancy in the review they give it did i say they give it 93 uh yeah, paul glancy in the re, in the review when i first sat down to start playing this i was a bit concerned that all the japanese text would make it difficult to play Oh shit! I bet it was. I bet it was <laughs> difficult imagine? to buy the American import. Yeah. I think I've, I've got it up there on the shelf, actually, my original from back in the day. But it, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have liked to tackle it with Japanese text. But no. uh, when I put the link in the show notes here for, for, I always try and link to the videos to a, a playthrough of the games that are covered. So mm. if you don't know them, I mean, everyone knows SimCity. But it's got some super chill music on the snares. Like, and I, I clicked on the video while I was still doing the show notes and it's playing in the background. I thought, oh, I could probably just chill out to this. I, I like it. I can't remember it being so chill. But then again, you're not going to have death metal, are you? No. It, it's not but so it chill when you... When ridiculously you... enjoyable version of the game. You know, when Bowser comes in and starts destroying the city, it's not so chill then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Paul Glancy, it said, yeah, it turns out that this is the best version of the lot, uh, mainly because of the extra presentation, the music, the sound effects, and the additional <clears throat> challenges you're working way towards constructing the special bonus buildings, which I can't remember. I can't remember It'll be like yeah, there's like a Mario HQ statue and, and shit, won't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Ah. You know, I might dig this back out. I might stream it. You probably it. should. You should right, cause like, like I say, I do remember it being exceptional. Yeah, I've got the analog, haven't I? Putting the uh, putting the buildings down, kind of just there was a proper as you were building um, the cities. So that was quite satisfying. Right. So what else have we got? They covered on the Nintendo NES Solstice. 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 Like summer or winter? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. There's an interesting thing here. So. Put it, Solstice isn't likely to appear on any other system whatsoever. Oh, well. So that that's a Solstice right. that never will appear because it's a NES exclusive. However, it's an isometric 
it's a game that I've been aware of that I've never really I'm played. looking at it now. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's like Head Over Heels yeah, or look, Batman or... Yeah, or, or Night Law yeah. or that kind of uh, thing. And in fact, they say in the review here, a potted isometric history. The game that started off the whole isometric 3D genre was Ultimate Play the Game's Night Law. And then... Yeah, I really, really sunk some hours into that night law. But yeah, this does look very similar. It does look very good. And they give it here 93% or 93 out of 100, which is the same thing, isn't it, stupid? Uh, Paul Glancy says, uh, the attraction isn't only skin deep, because this is a big game with an awful lot of secrets. If you ever played any of the similar games, which we've just touched on there... uh, You'll be familiar. In fact, some of them are very familiar. This is a great game, and anyone with a bent for puzzle solving would be a fool not to give solve this a god. A bent. A bent. I don't think you can say that anymore. I don't think you can. That's there. You get that's that's different times. A bent. A bent. I'm now now looking up dictionary definitions of the word bent. A bent. A leaning towards. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, a natural talent or inclination. That's one of the dictionary definitions of bent. Yeah. We've got another. This is too. We're dangerous. Then you have you have a natural talent or inclination for bumming. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bent. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at Solstice apparently was the first Nintendo outing for software creations, as previous credits included Firebirds, uh, conversion of Bubble Bobble, and. Uh, Bionic Commander. Can't get to say that again. Convergent of Bubble Bubble. Convergent of Bubble Bubble. It was Convergent of Bubble Bubble. Yeah. Um, and they did US Gold, Ghouls and Ghosts. So this is uh, uh, for the for the eight bits and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so they've got a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks uh, it looks good. This. Like I say, I, I recognise the cover and recognise the screenshots, but it's a game I never owned or played. I might I might look to try and play that. Yeah, boy. Uh, then they went on to... Uh, they, they reviewed on the Mega Drive Star Control from EA Electronic Arts. Now, do you remember last episode when I said I'm just picking games for my stream out of the 1001 Games to Play Before You Die book and Star Control 3 came up? I was like, I can't. Uh, oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, like a real-time strategy mining space thing. Sounds awful. Yeah, uh... I think that's probably what I said. I think you did. And <laughs> and I thought, I can't remember playing the originals. And I didn't look. I just thought, the th- three, I can't remember one or two. And then when I've seen the review here of Star Control on the Mega Drive, which they give for 90%, I think I had this. <laughs> which, shows, All right, okay. which shows how old I'm feeling. Um, it made a lasting impact then. It made a lasting impact. Either I had it or one of us friends had it. But certainly I've had this in my hand and played it. Yeah on a Mega Drive. Uh, I seem to remember I enjoyed it, but it was by no way, no way, no way. As <laughs> no it, way. No way, fuck's sake. No way as in-depth as the version I played, which was typically, you know, that by the time you get to three, it's like a mad in-depth PC simulator thingy. But Dickie Ledbetter here, Dickie Ledbetter, he of now of um, the website that compares everything digital foundry thank you digital foundry yep yes uh, richard Ledbetter says the full strategy game is quite is quite compelling and the option to play either side is rather original lot to lot of mega drive games have really impressed me lately but star control is a game that's well worth a look 
So yeah, that's a CMVG it, hit from them, 90, 90%. Well, I was about to say it looks shit. But what what's quite interesting is that when the two the two starships are far apart, and then as they get closer, it zooms into them so they become bigger, and then then they get even closer and it zooms in again, and they got even more bigger. Um, that's quite novel. I wouldn't have expected that. Oh, hang on, Genesis. Right. Okay. Now, fair enough. Take it back. I thought this was home home PCs. No, this is Mega Drive. Yeah. This, yeah. I fully expected the Mega Drive to be able to do that. All right, I'm yeah. less impressed by it now. Move on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so it might it might surprise you to to hear that they've still got even in nineteen ninety one they've still got their arcade action section and they're covering here Simpsons arcade. Which mm. Yeah, I know. Isn't it funny how nowadays we all go Hmm Now mm. uh El Jazzo Rignal, he reviewed this in uh, and he gave it ninety one. Well, I mean, let's—if you remember at the time, yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? it multiplayer, yep, it, it had a great. really good-looking cabinet. Yep, the, the, um, the, it was really true to the cartoon graphically and things like that. But I mean, looking back on it now, yeah, it was a bit shit. But have you, have you everyone the, loved it at the time, didn't they? Have you seen the big cabinet, the big sit-down one, where it's in like a big TV with the rabbit ear antenna? No, and you yep. sit round it on little stools. Yeah, that is. They've yeah. got that in Leeds Arcade Club. That is the first version I saw of this. So we had a takeaway in Wakefield that was called Chucky Chicken. And do you remember this, Mark? That it, he'll he'll be too young. But it was down before Wakefield was an absolute shithole, just a bit of a shithole. They had this uh, chicken takeaway called Chucky Chicken, and I think the guys it just a like a KFC ripoff type thing, wasn't it? And they put one or two cabs in. And then they realised that all oh, the kids were coming in and playing all these arcade machines. So slowly, arcade machines filled. The, there were nowhere to sit. <laughs> there was still a food counter. Yeah. Arcade machines filled everywhere, even upstairs. I remember they had Splatterhouse upstairs. And this, they had the TV version with the aerial on it and the big bench in there. So that... I must have seen it then, but yeah. You must I have done, yeah. Um, that for a time, they, they had everything in that in that place. Uh, the, the final fight, first saw that in the arcade I, 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 I do distinctly remember um, oh yeah 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 I'm looking at it now I've definitely seen that version of it yeah that's probably where I've seen mm. it uh, but yeah I remember you playing Splatterhouse in there yeah upstairs by the window yeah mm. yeah um, the more common version of the arcade cabinet is the one that's shared with the turtles isn't it yeah um, and the four player one and the four player uh, Sunset Riders as well yes uh, the big thing all Konami aren't they Yes, I like it. I like when you put the money in the the Simpsons. Just dun 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 dun. When you drop your ten p in, yeah. I going to what Mark said. Back in the day, it it looked amazing. It felt like you were playing the arcade game. This was pretty much height of Simpsons mania. Uh, yeah. It's funny, or it was. But me and our Daniel played it at the last revival before COVID. They had one there. And I think we just ended up walking away in there. <laughs> just... Yeah, I mean, it's really, really, really just designed to rinse your money out yeah. of you, isn't it? Yeah. It is, and when, you've, when you're when not putting money in it, when it's on free play, there's there's little... It's boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, once you've played it for about 10 minutes, well, if you can last 10 minutes, uh, let's go some plus miles, because there's not much challenge to it, because you just... Yeah. I don't think there's much challenge to it, even if you're paying actual money for it, because you know at one point it's just going to take your money. Nobody can yeah. nobody can one cc that. 
That's not possible. Nah, it was just it was literally just there to rinse. Challenge it, accepted. Does, it was very similar to you, know, <laughs> you mentioned turtles. It was similar. It made with the same engine as that or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably same 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 same. it's very similar to it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Julian El Jazzo Rignol here. He says the sound effects are excellent. All sample from the cartoon. And there's a version of the Simpsons tune thumping away maniacally in the background, yeah, which gets on your tits, actually, Jazzo. Add all this together and mix in the mega addictive gameplay and you've got a coin-up that offers loads of fun and keeps you pumping in the credits. Yeah, well, people of our ilk didn't want to put money in. We wanted to one cc yeah. things. <laughs> so that's a bad thing. <laughs> so in 91... It didn't look like you were playing the cartoon and that was half of the, um, half of the attraction, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's funny, and you can smack people with your skateboard and stuff like that. So, typical day out in Wakefield, really. Just say, you can do that in real life, just that you get arrested. Uh, Not if you you smack someone and then go, don't have a cow man, or say cowabunga, then (laughs) get away with it. It'll hold up in court. Uh, Right. That's it. Is that the lot? That's the lot, Coxsparrow. It's, um, well, that's the notable releases anyway in in this month. You could have had Manchester United Europe uh, as a preview here coming on the... Uh, yeah, all right. Nah, I, yeah. I wouldn't even want that now. No. All right. All right, Captain Skyhawk. <laughs> so, before we embark on um, pulling this game to pieces, uh, have you got a fun fact, Dan? Well, get ready. I'm, I'm poised. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun fact. There's very, um, little, there's very little I can find out about this other than it was an arcade game that was ported to the Mega Drive. However... I did look up the credits for the Mega Drive version and there's some interesting names in there. And I went on to look at to see what they've done afterwards. Um, one particular um, person in the credits I couldn't find anything for was the chief programmer. And mm. the chief programmer is called Funky George. <laughs> <laughs> How many that's, Georges that's do you know that are funky? It's okay. a very funky name, isn't it? George of the Jungle? George, he's not funky. He George just hangs Russell? out with a monkey. Formula One driver? He's not funky, is he? King George? Prince George? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not a funky name, is it? Um, and no. the assistant programmer's called Soul Duke as well, which is interesting. But uh, the planning director is just in the in the notes, just named as Tetsu. And um, his real name is not just Tetsu, it's Tetsu Katano. And... Get ready for knowing the things that he's produced. Clockwork Night, one, Ooh, two, and all right. Nights into Dreams, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, Della Jet Set Radio. Uh, all right, so some good shit then. Sonic Heroes, House of the Dead Two and Three Return on the Wii got special thanks in that. Um, Puyo Puyo Tetris, who was project support. He's done so. He's well into Sega and been there for a long time. One of the other names on there um, was the graphic director, H.N. Hammer. Uh, not to be confused with M.C. Hammer. No, 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 no. Um, and he... Hang on. No, sorry. Special thanks went to someone called Turimail Duke Kim. 
whose actual name is Tomoharu Kimura. Uh, and he's credited as a producer on a lot of games, a lot of driving games. Uh, Import Tuna Challenge for the Xbox 360, Tokyo Extreme Racer, Wang and Midnight R. Uh, nothing really of interest, but... A bit of trivia for you, because um, I've just posted it in the chat. And I've just sent you the cover, and on the cover it has proper Hulk Hogan. They just did that, <laughs> and that's that's probably why it wasn't released in the US. Ah, uh, I get you. Either they got they their were... ass handed to them legally. Yeah, you can't have Hulk Hogan in front of that, because Hulk Hogan wants a load of money <laughs> and it won't be worth your while. Or they've turned around and said, it's not a WWF game, so no one's going to buy it. And we're yeah. making our own WWF game, so don't bring it over. <laughs> I got that. I guess Sega, Sega of Sega USA just didn't want it. I guess we did get WrestleMania not long after this, didn't we? On multi platforms and things like that. But what yeah. I like is though that what they did with Wrestle War, if you look at it, and I'm going to send you the image of this as well, um, is they didn't even draw a new character. They took exactly the same as Hulk Hogan as they'd made, and then. I'm assuming with Prit Stick, because there was no Photoshop back in them days, they Prit Sticked just a rando guy's head on instead and then got rid of the background. It's like, cut him out. A bit like Art Attack with Neil Buchanan. They cut him out with some scissors and using some double-sided sticky tape or similar, stuck a new head on him yeah. and said, that'll do for cover for, uh, for yeah. everywhere else. It looks like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine head. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? But yeah, look at the bodies. Look at even exactly I even like went to the kind of counting the, the the lines in the muscles just to make sure that it's <laughs> definitely hundred percent identical, and it is. So, I don't, is that an interesting fact? The wrestling game wasn't released in the US, which is arguably the biggest uh, market for wrestling games. I think between us, we got you a fun fact. Somewhere. We've got oh your God. facts. Yeah. Oh, some yeah, it's, it's supposition, at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's some dance fun supposition. <laughs> anyway, so the brothers Gill passing over to you two now for your uh, your final thoughts, and I'll I'll chip in as I deem fit. What, what is what, your, your verdict? <laughs> Do you want my main thought on this? That it's shit? Uh, Words of that's one not syllable. My, that's, not, <laughs> that's not my immediate thought. Because I've got, oh, as a, I said, I had, as a kid, I had it as a kid. So it's got a little bit of a place in my heart. I've got a little bit of fondness for it. But having played the arcade version at Nerg, um, I prefer this version. It doesn't do that weird twisty, spinny round thing. Well, it does, but... It just flips. It doesn't mash all the pixels around. It was starting to make me feel yeah, sick could, as I played that. We could that. do to explain this properly. There's certain points where you do a certain move or a grapple or something like that where the, um, it switches from the camera being behind you to in front of you, doesn't it? Yeah. More then, or less. And then, and then there's other points where it's you. kind just of... The spinning around a lot. Orientation changes a little bit. Now, these things actually... When you're playing it, almost feel like a glitch. It's it's really weird how it transitions. But yeah, it transitions differently on the on the arcade. Mm. But but the arcade one, at least you know it's transitioning. Whereas this one, it just fucking switches. Just like oh, well, hang on, I'm up there now. Right, okay. 
Yeah, but the arcade one made me feel a bit sick. Give me motion sickness. Well, it, it made me feel a bit sick, but just because yeah. it was shit. And it's very close to the arcade. So I think as a kid, if I'd have been playing this in arcade and it came out, I'd have been like, oh, it's good this. It's exactly what I, yeah. I don't have to pay 10p for it every time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Come on, graphic, so. Graphically, it looks good. Like sprites are big. Uh, it's, it's let's well... be honest. Graphically, the the characters look good. Yes. There's no else there, though. You can't see a crowd. It moves like a flick book. It's, I, 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 yeah, and the moves that they've got. So, like, if you take, like, one of the moves, there's, like, a four frames of animation for his arm going down. It's, like, 12 o'clock, quarter past, <laughs> half past, quarter. There's no, there's no smoothness in the animation whatsoever, is there? It just goes chunk, 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 like a clockwork kind of ticking toy. Probably yeah. just didn't have the power to do it with those size sprites and stuff, maybe. But I guess. they should have done on that background. Well, yeah. Nineteen ninety one, don't they... forget. They don't they don't know it all that well. I feel like I'm making a lot of excuses for it. You really <laughs> are considering like Street Fighter will have been out at this point, won't it? Not yet. Well Street Fighter One might have been in the arcade. Ah, okay. So we're not quite at Street Fighter Two time yet. No. The other thing as well is how unresponsive it is to the the input, unless it was just a version I were playing. It seemed to be really laggy between me actually pressing something and that command occurring to the point where I just ended up button mashing. Oh, I don't. Th- I, um, no, I didn't. Once I got to grips with the controls. It, it, it felt like you were wrestling. It felt like, like we said right, earlier, okay. like if you push down, then you do a tombstone, or you can throw them towards the ropes and stuff like that. However, what I found was you didn't need to do any of that. All you needed to no. do was punch, which incidentally, yeah. you've got to almost be toe-to-toe. It's like he's got no reach on his punch. So no. because of the his angle of the game... His arms are always half-bent. Yeah. <laughs> he never straightens his elbows. And because of the angle... <laughs> You're not. You're kind of behind. You remember, like Dynamite Duke, where you could see through the body. Remember that for Mega Drive release, mm. arcade release. Uh, it's almost like that, but far away. See, it's really difficult to judge just how close you are to your opponent. So the amount of times where I was just punching thin air or kicking thin air. So you've really got to get toe to toe, and then you just punch, punch, punch. Then there's a grapple. You might win that. More nine times out of ten, you do win it. Then you punch, punch, punch. They go on the floor. Rinse and repeat till they're out of energy and pin them. And you can do that for all, for the, certainly for the first one without much issue, and pretty much all of them on that map to get through to those last two opponents. It's just like, really? And then, like I said, like I said earlier, you can finish this in 20 minutes. Really. There's not. If you don't get, if you don't get absolutely screwed over by the last boss, which is what happened to yeah. me time and again. But there's not, there's not. In, it's almost like it's not clever enough to force you to um, adjust your attack mid-game. Mm. So, well, I'll just punch or kick and then I'll pin. And then, all right, there we go. For me, I think this is my least favourite of every single game we've done. <laughs> Including all the NES games? Yeah. But, oh, God, it's not as bad as Hotterman Hot Naughty Titankin. I think it's that I think it's around that amount to the point where I'm now going to find out what I scored that, just to make sure that I only go a little tiny bit higher with this one. All right, I think you might have given that a two. <laughs> <laughs> well, then this is a two point five. 
<laughs> the plus points, I'll give it right. I'll give it, yes, the sprites, the big sprites will look good. I like how you can get out of the ring. Any wrestling game, you should be able to get out of the ring and smack people with chairs or uh, washing up box. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> we determined it was, it was the bell. Not like that you can't choose your character. Yeah. But it's all about one man's I, journey, Mark. It's one man's journey I, I, I into, is, into many is, men's even, rings. Even if you put it in two player, player one always has to be in. Player two can pick who they want. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Just keep swapping controller and go, you be that shit bastard now. <laughs> yeah. I'll be someone decent. You know, you, you've never got a nuanced fight, have you? Uh, the the images underneath on the side panel where it says player one or player two, the, the poor guys look like they're in pain. I think they're supposed to be mm. to wrestle water, but it looked like someone stood I, on their feet. I think they uh, took a photo of them to make that after making them play this for an hour. That's why. Maybe. But, that, yeah, I, I, it looks nice. It plays as if it's missing frames, as if it's dropping frames. Um, it, it almost felt, it, like I said to me, and uh, some of this might be then, because I was playing it through a web browser and it, were, it might have not been as responsive as it should have been. Um, but yeah, to me, it, the whole thing just felt broken. Like, like I said, there were, when the aspect of the screen changes, it didn't feel like a feature, it felt like a glitch. The uh, responsiveness of the button presses felt weird, Didn't just didn't feel right. Literally, the only good, the only positive I could give it is them nice, chunky well-designed main characters, but even they didn't have enough frames of animation to to make them amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the angle kills it for me, but I guess I, I, I did, this is this is kind of um, uh, I'm coming in with baggage really because I'm not a I'm not a massive fan of any wrestling game if I'm honest, even right up to. Your modern day releases, your W. Well, I don't even know what the acron what the letters are now. W. I don't. I don't think I've ever played now. one that's that's held my interest. Yeah, either. is it WD forty yeah. raw or whatever it's called? Yeah, now? That's, yeah it. that's the one. Yeah. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want WD forty raw. <laughs> no, you definitely don't. Well, <clears throat> what what are you giving it then, Ma? What are they giving me? Two and a half. Whoa. I'm willing to up it to three and a half. If my response time comment is wrong. No whole number. Uh, <laughs> 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 I've just got to give it one more point. <laughs> I'm looking at the scores that I've given other things, and the lowest score I've handed out so far was for fastest one, which scored a two. And that, 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 that was, was, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> the next worst score I've given out was for crew ball, a like four. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah and I enjoy like playing this more than crew ball. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're all different. So I'm going to say five. Oh, God. Go on, then. Um, Maybe if, it's rose-tinted rose spectacles. I don't know. If five is average, and putting aside my bias for having no interest in wrestling games, I don't mind watching the opera and the ridiculousness of wrestling on TV. I loved it as a kid. Uh, probably a four, three and a half... <laughs> Four, four sounds too generous. It's too close to. If five is slap bang average, this is yeah, this, this is, is below average, below. but it isn't a two, and it's three dash. I think it is about average. I, don't, I think you're going to join me on three and a half, aren't you? Come yeah. stand proud with me. Yeah, I think it's you're being three and a half. Now, in this issue of CMVG, which was on the shelves in uh, Woolworths, yeah, 
you they gave this eighty seven percent, right? They oh, did score they, it. I don't know. They did score it, and they used an they used an image of uh, the Ultimate Warrior uh, in it. There's no likeness of him in no, either. It's off brand. Ultimate Warrior man. When uh, when when uh, the Undertaker put uh, put him in a coffin, and then the shuttle. Oh god, that was amazing! Great, great, great to, Anyway, so Paul Glancy. Who reviewed this? Uh, Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy, yeah. Paul Glancy. Okay. At last, a game which can satisfy all Mega Drive owning WrestleManiacs out there. Wrestle War is fast and playable, and there is some real skill required if you're going to trash the whole bunch of computer fighters. What really makes this game are the big wrestling sprites, agreed, whose movements and facial expressions are superbly animated, half agree. Not only does it look good, all the grimaces and popping eyeballs are added too by, by sampled groans and oof sounds. Their eyeballs do pop. They look like they've, they, to the point where they look like they've sniffed poppers. It's <laughs> like they've yeah, gone in and just have a blast of that. Yeah. <laughs> they do when they're laid on the floor going like, <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Yep. Uh, making it one of the most satisfying beat-em-ups beat you could hope to play outside of an arcade. Fighting against another player is great fun, but it's a shame... Here we go. It's a shame that player one always has to be Bruce. It would have been more fun to be able to pit two of the more exotic fighters against each other. Don't let that very minor niggle put you off, though. If you're after a wrestling game, stop ringing us up and get hold of this great cartridge now. 87. So the graphics get 90 there, which I would agree. If from a still image, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I said, from the main characters, I would agree, but there's nothing else there. No, you know, even the ring looks shit. They could have at least put some like, like birds going in with the numbers for rounds or, or something. I like the music, yeah, music's quite good. Like the background, incidental I, menu music. I don't remember it, which means it wasn't irritating, so it probably is all right. I'll drop a bit in here. the um the digitized voice welcome to wrestle war isn't it funny right <laughs> war wool war wrestle wool war <laughs> welcome to wrestle war isn't it funny how uh, speech of this age of this era and the eight bits for that matter still had that scratch in it and it's even here isn't it yeah welcome yeah. to wrestle war yeah, just have to down sample the, yeah. the bit size but yeah, to fit it on something. It's novel to have um, that. It's always nice to have a bit of speech, even <laughs> on the Amstrad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So, so what was it? Three and a half for me and Mark, and what did you give it, DG? We gave it a five because he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I was gonna, I was gonna lower it, but I thought. 
Now you can bollocks. You're not pressuring me <laughs> <for> lowering it. <laughs> I'm standing the ground. You, you go with your gut, man. You know, yeah, that's to it. Me. It's your, that's the name of the game. Oh, it don't matter if you're right or wrong. Right, anyway, let's have a look at what um, we could have played. Anything, I would imagine, could have been a step up from uh, from what we managed to get. Um, Wardner. Yeah, they've got this in Arcade Club up near... Well, the last time we went, they had it up near the... Um, Near the canteen on the, canteen. The on only thing floor. that pops in, into my head is something going Warnick, Nick, Warnick, and I think it's off Popeye. That's Jim Davidson, isn't it? No, <laughs> I think it's that big goon off Popeye. Oh, yeah, They're the big um, goon thing, eh? That's how they spoke. This is your side scrolling platforming magician thingy. I've thingy never thingy. seen this uh, in my life. Okay. Yeah, I was playing. Yeah, it looks. Very, looks like kind of Rick Dangerous esque. It's good. It's good as Wardner. It's, um, it's well regarded. Yeah. Well regarded, Wadner. <laughs> well, we could have done with that. Um, we could have also had world-class leaderboard. Yeah, I felt you've got to put, so you've football, got to put that racing. in. I don't think people realise unless... Golf. Yeah. I, I really, really, really like a good golf game. And that's why I've put this in, because golf. this was the pinnacle of... At that time of golf games, leaderboard. There was no, there was no PGA from EA or anything like that. Leaderboard was where it was at. We had it on the Amstrad, mm. coming over here onto Mega Drive. Leaderboard was great, and like you say, when a golf game works, it's good in it. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, like I've meditation. Forgot, <laughs> I forgot to mention it on the catch up at the start, uh, but I've been playing a lot of Two K Twenty One with a friend of mine, and it's really nice to just play and have your top. Talk to each other. It's oh, good, it's chill it's good You don't really need to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when my mate Craig used to live with me for a bit, and at this point in time, Tiger Woods 3 was out, and the great thing with Tiger Woods 3 that I've never seen since, I might have even mentioned it on this pod, was we could both, as a two-player, play through the career together with our own character. You yeah, know, we right. didn't have to... We, we didn't have to... We were competing, um, but we it wasn't a one-on-one. We were progressing the career at the same time. And it's the only golf game I've known that actually let you do that. And it's, when Tiger Woods 4 came out, the only way you could two-player was just compete with each other. You couldn't do it again. And we were like, that's a really shit emission. You know, that was the, the best thing about that game was just being able to go, right, let's crack on. Did I wonder it, if you can do that in the 2K games because it was um, originally a, a game called The Golf Club and it was dry as Fuck! It was just. Oh, I was played nothing. the golf club. It was very, very dry. So is this this is spun off that then? They've bought. Well, it, when it starts up, you get all the credits at the start. All the you know the bump. It says powered by yeah. the golf club. Golf so club. presumably, so two K came along and, and bought then, them, and went and put more bells and whistles on it yeah. and made it fun. <laughs> what, instead of trying to make our own version of a PGA game, we'll just buy this and make yeah. it two K. The menu yeah. is terrible, but but yeah, yeah, it's dry. It's really dry. But it, if you like golf. You've got a golf game. That's there's no yeah. stupidness to it. So next up is Whip Rush. Yeah, another right again. Have we? Yeah, another um, shoot 'em up. Mm. Vertical shoot 'em up that we've managed to. I think we've. I, I think we we've been all. really bummed over with shoot 'em yeah. ups. We do, we really haven't had. We should do like, a special op. We should do a special episode of just some shoot 'em ups. Because yeah, that's maybe that's an idea. Yeah. yeah, because the deep seat's good as Whiprush, but I'm a sucker for any any shooter on on 16-bit platforms. Be it, it looks like the looks like someone's played our type and gone. Oh, we could we could make our own. Hmm. <laughs> the ship's exactly yeah. the same as the ship in our type. Hellfire, Giant Oog, Axelion, Snes, 
the Alest games. And, uh, yeah, we've hardly had any shooters in these two two series, have we? Got giant hook up there. No, giant, certainly giant. not enough for how many there are. You would think just like statistically we'd have ended up with more than we've got. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, Next up, World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Yeah, the now, sequel. I haven't played this one. The only one I've played is The Castle as it, of Illusion. So uh, this one passed me by. I'm assuming it's as good. We talked about it in the Quackshot episode, didn't we? Uh, out did out we? of order alphabet Q, yeah. Um, it, it, I didn't like this as much as Castle of Illusion. Ah, this is quite okay. timely. You've just had Illusion Island released onto the Switch today. Uh, which yeah, is which a natural is successor to this. It's getting average reviews well, because I'm just scanning the Guardian review today because they, they actually do a really good game section. Um, we're going off piste again, but it is tangentially related. They they do say that the whole point of Disney is that it's wholesome and cute and nice, but there's a, yeah. that apparently this seems to have taken like a snarky side to it and almost like a, oh, a yeah, wink right. to the player type nod. You don't want that from Disney, do you? you that's not what Disney... No, not, really. not particularly Mickey Mouse and stuff. You want... Gee. Yeah, you don't need it to be self-aware, do you? Hey, plural. It depends. I don't um, know. I think, there's a, I think it's got its place. that You can you can have the traditional um, cutesy, cutesy Disney, but I think there's, there's also a place for that slightly older kid who's got a bit of edge about it. Yeah, but it's not, it's not Disney's stomping ground, is it? Yeah, well, if it's just going to be... Well, that's what they called right. out for it anyway. This... If, you, if you're going to make that game, make that game, don't you? <laughs> not, not a Disney one. Yeah. Um, right, next up, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? This... How did this translate into a game? I've never played this. This is one of the OG edutainment console games, isn't it? Which actually spun off into, um, it's very much similar like Mario is Missing and all those kind of games. It spun off into its own cartoon show, if I remember the cartoon thing. To ah, something now like, I remember the cartoon Where show, which is world? why I'm saying how did this translate to a game. So it was a game first. Yeah. Ah, That's my understanding. Right, okay. Yeah. Where in the okay. world is Carmen Sandiego? Something like that, didn't it? Yeah. Roughly, from memory. Right, okay. She had a big hat. She, she did. did. Um, and then next up, we've got a couple of Wonder Boys, Wonder Boy 3 Monster Lair and Wonder Boy in Monster World. Yeah, brackets. Wonder Boy 5, Monster World 3. <laughs> yeah. I think we've said this on previous podcasts. The Wonder Boy numbering scheme and timeline. It's, it's mental, it's isn't mental. It? You need some kind of flowchart to work out what you should be playing. Wonder, Wonder Boy in Monsterland is a lovely game. But then there's Wonder Boy in Monster... Wonder Boy... Yeah. I don't know, they get confused. They use the same words, but in different order, just to confuse you. Yeah. So like, Wonder Boy 3 is Monster Lair, Wonder Boy in Monster World, Wonder Boy 5 in Monster World 3. So it's yeah, Monster World... Yeah, it, it is confusing. To be fair, though, the Wonder Boy games are pretty consistently yeah, good. I they? love Wonder Boy. I've got the PCB in one of my machines, and I, I do love it. Love it the most. Yeah. I think uh, I had ordered it through one of those, like, post your game out and send us a tenner and we'll post you a different game. I'm sure I got it in that that kind of business. And you weren't, as I remember as a kid, you weren't, you were like, oh, this is not the this is not the one that I thought it was going to be. And you weren't uh, interested in playing it, I don't know why. So. The only two that I All seem right. to remember as a kid Purist. is the original. Where's his skateboard? Yeah, where's his skateboard? <laughs> The original and the is it Wonder Boy in Monster 
land where you go into the yeah. shops at the start. Yes. yes. That's it in the arcade. It, They're the only two I ever yes. remember seeing. So which is that's yes. what that's what you thought I was getting, I yeah. think. And it wasn't and uh, you were like, oh, okay. that's not that's not what I want to play, and then you were off and can't remember. Get wrecked. Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, and then last button by no means least. Worms belter. Now yeah. what's everyone's feelings on worms? I love worms. Not in my poo. <laughs> <laughs> my cat once had worms and it, it it deposited one on the side of the sofa while I was watching nice. telly but uh, I don't know I just didn't want that did it have a bazooka did it, did it blow a hole yeah, in your sofa oh <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean it obviously it came off the back of someone going what if lemmings could kill each other didn't it oh did it um, didn't it not come from like there wasn't a tank on the Mac, on the Apple. Remember Tank as well? I can remember playing that. Oh, yeah, when, when, well, when I was at college and I should have been doing desktop processing. Or desktop. Yeah, desktop. DTP, that's fixed down. When I should have been doing that on the Apple Mac. publishing. Publishing, thank yeah. you. When I should have been doing that on the Apple Macs, uh, we were playing Tank. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, there's no getting away from the fact that even now, Worms is fun. You know, the, it's core basic principle, you know. Right. It's... It, it's fun. So my question it, to you then is, if you find it fun, is it fun on the Mega Drive or do you think it would suck? I never played it on the Mega Drive. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of Worms. And we had a friend, because Team 17, Wakefield, represent. We had uh, someone who used to work at our pub and they went to work at Team 17. And I think, Daniel, you saw him many, many years later. And so mm-hmm. what are you up to? In fact, your friend also, I'm not naming people here because it's not my job to tell them. My, you also had a friend that worked at Team 17 as well. Now, I did. Um, we bumped, you bumped into him, didn't you, uh, Daniel? And you said, well, you still to some team, what are you doing? And he went, probably releasing the fucking Worms game again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, oh, we're working on some, we're working on, I can't remember what he said, until that fails, oh, then, then we'll do another Worms game. Yeah. <laughs> but in fairness to but Team they, 17, they've, they've, I mean, they're, they're really, they're probably bigger than they've ever been now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Overcooked's amazing. Mm. Yeah. You know, but, so, but yeah, I mean, they're acting more uh, as a publisher the thing, now the thing as well is like Overcooked is like Worms is, you know, the, these are good games if you've got a couch full of people to just sit and have a mess around. And I, I, I don't think there's enough of them type of games, you know, certainly went through a phase with the kids when they were younger, where we tried to look for every game of these type we could find and there weren't enough of them, definitely wasn't enough of them. I'll tell you now, correction, it wasn't Tank, it was called Scorched Mother. Earth. Oh, Scotch. Yeah, that then became the inspiration tank of obviously 2600 combat thing, but no. Um, so it's Scotch you're asking death, if yeah. this is fun. It is until you get too many people and then it takes ages for it to come around to your turn. Come to your turn. All, you, all your worms could be dead by. You could have had one go and then everyone kills all your yeah. worms. Or you forget what's happened. Or by the time it's come around, back around to you, you're drunk and you yeah. can't. Yeah. As long as there's not I too guess. many, it's good. Well, shall we um, bat it over to Randomizer's dad and see what he's going to torture us with next, then? Yeah, see what that knobhead's got for us. Okay. Can't be much under X, can there? Hello? Time to take action. Oh, hello? Hey. Right. Uh, X. I bet you want triple X because you're all dirty pervies. Get out of that. An improvement yeah. on wrestlers. Uh, as you can imagine, dickheads. We've got loads and loads of X games to pick from. 
So, uh... <laughs> you're not getting any. Fuck off. Ah, that makes the next pod easier. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Uh, we'll pick a date at random and just talk about films and shit. Of course I'm not being serious, you dickhead. You can have for X. X-Men 2. Colon, which is what your faces are. Clone Wars. A whole bunch of turbulence. A whole bunch of turbulence. Everybody strap your seatbelts. Because it's about to be some turbulence. Thanks. This should be interesting because as a as a fan here, um, behind me I have probably I was counting them up the other day. Probably close to two thousand individual X Men comics. So wow. we will. I the only X Men game I've ever the two X Men games X Men games I've played Spider Man <laughs> and the X Men Arcade Revenge on the SNES, which I enjoyed if it was a limited side-scroller and I think Daniel had on the Mega Drive the original X-Men which was a right yeah, big, it was just big sprite thing X-Men, it were good that yeah. I've never played this some screenshots of this, I've this looks interesting so never played it, never seen it this one for a change Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, do you know, just a fun fact it's based on uh, Marvel uh, comic superheroes the X-Men all right, oh. nice. Thanks for that oh, nugget okay. of wisdom. I'll not, sleep much better tonight. It's not about post-operation transgender people. <laughs> X Men. Oh, I see what you've done there. X Men. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did no. there. No, it's not. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's all for this episode of Pixel Hunt Podcast. Is it? Thanks for listening. We love you long time. If you want to reach out to us. You can grab us on Twitter or Instagrams at Pixel Hunt Pod. You can grab us by the nuts or over on twitch.tv slash Pixel Hunt Pod where we sometimes stream these games. Uh, Daniel Bumpy. did about 19 games ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> Quack but, shot, I think I did. Oh, yeah. no. Well, Vector, I did Vector Man. Yeah. Hmm. Um, or you can drop us an email at howdo at pixelhuntpodcast.com. Or check the website at pixelhuntpodcast.com. Oh, we've got a Discord. What's that? It's Discord. It's, it's a, where all people can collectively get together and we'll have different sections. Oh, that's what we're it. on right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what we're recording. So, but, yeah. Yeah. Until next time, keep on keeping on. We're Pixel Hunt Podcast, playing the games. So you don't have to. Elizabeth! Oh yeah!